Teeks, it's a pleasure to be joining you on this wet and cold Monday evening. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know there's a million places you would rather be right now. You've certainly made those feelings abundantly clear early on. Yeah, I don't want to be here. No. <laughs> that is extremely yeah. concerning for me Yeah, as we embark on what could be a normal length podcast or potentially five minutes yeah. if you get your way. Yeah, we could be halfway through. <laughs> I, am, I am cold. And I am raspy. Yeah, well, I'd love to chat And about... I am out of patience. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, you certainly are. And I'd love to chat about the weather because it is, um, it's doing a lot. It's um, doing so much. Yeah, it's raining sideways out there. It's yep. been absolutely horrific. And we've got a bit to talk about. NBA Finals, of course. A little bit of MotoGP I want to touch on. I haven't watched either of them. Doesn't shock me, but that's all right because <laughs> we can learn on the go, which yep. we love doing. We, oh, yeah, we do. Absolutely. Got a bit of general stuff too as well, which we, I'm really keen to touch on. Um, just a few, uh, there's a few TV series that I'm currently into. Okay, yep. And of course, we love chatting AFL. Oh, ab- absolutely. I-, I think our favourite topic. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, mate. So I reckon we get stuck in. Yeah. And see how we go. Yeah, let's do that. I have to laugh because um, you're travelling... Below standard. Yeah, poor. I'm poor at the moment. Definitely. And I love that you acknowledge it. Yeah. Because I can definitely see it. So even if you said you were traveling at a satisfactory level, I just, I know that would be completely false. Oh, shit, no. No, I'm happy to admit I'm not at peak performance right now. What's going on in your life currently? Because you sound like, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Darren Lockyer, the the former um, Queensland rugby star who. Sounds like an emphysema. Yeah, he does. Patient. Turned commentator. Yeah. Would you believe? Definitely. Um, yeah, like he speaks like this. Yeah, he does. You can hardly hear him. Yeah. That's what you sound like right yeah. now. He, he speaks like he's received a baseball bat to the throat. Yeah. And you're also freezing. I am you're, so you're cold. You're very cold, but you've taken yeah. off your um, puffer jacket. Yes, I have. So I, I can't um, really work that move out. <laughs> <laughs> With the hope of heating up throughout the, throughout the pod. It's a, it's a real move in hope. Definitely. But my hands are... Freezing. I've not experienced weather like this in a very long time. Yeah, it is. It's just been sheets of rain for days on end here, and I'm just, to be honest, quite sick of it. Mm, yeah, it's been it's been um, pissing down, for yeah. lack of a better phrase. <laughs> yeah. But my drive on the way here, like I was seriously shitting it. I thought I might not arrive tonight. <laughs> like it was bucketing down to the point where my windscreen wipers were on like the highest velocity. Oh, yeah, okay. Then yep. you know you're in trouble. Yeah. I struggle to see in the night. Yeah. So I, I normally have my glasses on when I drive in in the dark, but I didn't have them oh, oh, with no. me today. So and it was pissing down with rain, mm. and I can hardly see the lines. <laughs> so surely there's a way we in 2022 we can we can have like fluorescent lines on the road or something to make it easier for people to see when driving in this sort of horrific weather, like a runway. Oh, no, like just the the white lines you can't see them on yeah. the road when it's pissing down, <laughs> and it's. As wet as it is. Yeah, I think that technology does exist at the airport. Yeah, well, why isn't that here? I don't why isn't know. that on the road, on a, the busy roads of Adelaide? I think you've got a wonderful point. Definitely. And I like, think it's slightly more expensive than just a tin of white paint, which they probably use. I, I'd say they use a very big tin of white paint. Bloody hell, I'll get out there and paint the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was that bad. Like, I seriously, the innuendo, I could have got the innuendo sign out of the boot and used it as a skimboard. <laughs> I could have skimboarded here on that hor- hor- horrifically big thing. Yeah, yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> Imagine if I just skimboarded in on that. Yeah, that, that would be a statement. 
and that would be very out of character considering you're actually frightened of that road in a car, let alone skimboarding in on the biggest sign in the world. Be a huge effort. Mm. Circular sign. I don't know how that goes on the skimboard. I don't know. Side of things, but yeah, it is buckling down now. Um, I do have a bit of an update. I think that, well, last week, do you remember Uncle Bob? Yes, yeah. Is he still up there? Uh, no, well... On the roof. Funnily enough, like... For everyone that doesn't know, we had a horrific sound on the top of the roof last <laughs> week as we were trying to record a podcast. Yeah. So just fantastic for the, the sound quality. Yeah. We, so, we were certain there was a man on the roof. It was that... The, it, the, it sounded, the noise was that... Oh, it, it was that... It was frightening. I'm still shaken, to it be honest. It was frightening. It sounded like there was a man with about 10 horses up there just jumping up and down on the roof. He was trying to break in, I'm sure. He was. It. It's, I was. I was actually shit scared of what was going on out mm. there. Then I went out the following day um, to go around the other side of the stadium where we record, and there was actually a man on the roof. Mm. He was up there doing something. Yeah. I don't know whether he'd been up there all night, but there was a man up there. Huge effort if he'd been up there all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he made a rather big appearance last week on the pod. So, yeah. um, I, I wasn't his biggest fan. But, no. if he, but if he was up there fixing the roof, I was a big fan of him. Yeah, definitely a commendable performance yeah. from um, that man, whoever Unbe- he was. Unbelievable performance. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, now... I've got something else here, but I might even leave it to general, I'm okay. thinking. But should we get into a bit of a sports recap? What do you reckon? Yes, happy to. Fantastic. So, <laughs> I, I want to chat. So, you obviously wouldn't have seen it, but I've caught up with her and um, found it very interesting. The MotoGP. Yeah, haven't caught up with that at all. Yeah. There was a race last night. I probably should find out what race it was, actually. This is just fantastic stuff. What what race are we looking at? The um, gee whiz. Uh, it's um, in Barcelona. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yep. So that's um, that's as far as I'd, I'll divulge there. Now, MotoGP is motorbikes, isn't it? Oh god, and you're travelling worse than me. Yes, it it is. It is. Yeah, yep. I was correct. What else would it be? Cars? No. <laughs> oh well, motorbikes. That is what I said. <laughs> yes. Any MotoGP fans that are listening, we apologise in advance. But why? I got it correct. Yeah. Yeah, you, you certainly did. <laughs> so, Spain's... I was clarifying for those who didn't know. Yeah, well done. Considering I think this might be the first time we've spoken MotoGP. It could be. I'm completely around it. I, you are. Yeah, I'm completely You're around You're completely it. around MotoGP, which, and you didn't but, quite know what it was about a minute ago. No, I, I knew. I was just clarifying. Oh, we'll right. go to the tape, <laughs> yeah. and you'll find I confirmed that it was motorbikes <laughs> yeah. for... Our listeners who may may not know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mister, I don't know where the race was last night that I, I'm I about told to talk you, about. It was in Barcelona, mate. <laughs> was it the Circuit de Barcelona, Catalonia? There oh, God. No, actually, I think you nailed that. Grand Premier de Catalonia. Grand Premier. Yeah, stick that up your jump. <laughs> I don't know whether it's pronounced exactly like that, but that's, that's okay. Right. The Grand well, Premier. Perhaps Alex Esperago would know. Es, es, <laughs> es, Espargaro Alex Espargaro hey, We're both journalists here <laughs> Yes Yep yeah, You have a crack Alex Espargo Alex There's uh, an I in there Is it? Yeah is That not a typo? No it's not From you? No I don't typo <laughs> Alex Espargaro Yeah He celebrated mm. early Oh we so love an early We love an early yeah. We, yeah we love an early celebration yeah. And he was second at the time of of the celebration, 
realised oh, that the shit. race actually, had, actually hadn't finished. Yeah. And then put his head down again and got overtaken and um, finished uh, fifth. Oh, what? Yeah, how devastating. Misses out on the podium. Oh, gosh. So the, the fella that I was speaking about at the Alex. Athletics National Championships he celebrated early, yes. remember him? Yes. See, he, he only went from gold medal to silver medal. Because he set, he put his arms up and slowed right down, and the second place came through. Yeah. And, but this bloke's dropped three spots. He's lost his podium. Oh my god! How bad is just that? Her- horrific. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That's why you don't do that. He can't be doing that. So uh, that sucks for Alex. He won't be uh, doing that again. No, poor Alex. Mm. We'll have to get him on the pod one day and just ask him about it. Yeah, definitely, mate. And I'm sure, he'd love it in here. Yeah, I think maybe when it's a bit warmer yeah. though. Yeah, bring a very thick jumper. Mm. I can't believe that we've gone from my room, my spare room, where it was like Mumbai. It's like yeah, like a sauna. And now it is Antarctica in here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, We're same city. It's going to be very versatile operators. Yeah, by the end of this, we will, won't we? Definitely, mate. I also want to chat a bit of NBA finals. Yes. I've seen heaps of it, but I'm enjoying what I have seen. Yes. Uh, aside from today. <laughs> Golden so State. You're, you're enjoying 50% of it. I'm enjoying what I had, had saw, which yeah. was um, the Celtics really show up in game one. Yeah. Al Horford played some of the best basketball he's ever played, um, winding the clock back with a huge performance. Yes. But then the Warriors kind of steadied the ship and, and taught the Celtics a bit of a lesson today. So it's 1-1 apiece heading into game three. 1-1 apiece. As we Beautiful. sit now. Mate, have you caught any of it? Yes. Yeah. I, I watched a little. I I did. I do enjoy watching the basketball on Ko in a little screen mm-hmm. at the bottom of my computer when I'm at work. Yeah. Uh, just to just to keep an eye on it. I, I was a little bit too busy to fully take in what was going on today, mm. but I was I was around it. Who are you it, going for? I don't know. I don't really like either of these franchises. Surely you support much. the Celtics for me. No, I'm going for the Warriors. <laughs> you know what? I'm not actually a Warriors hater. No? I, I, I really like Steph Curry, which is a controversial opinion because a lot of people dislike him, but a lot of people I don't just have anything, simply... I don't have anything against him. Yeah, a lot of people just simply love to hate on greatness. Yeah. Which is yeah. I just, a bit poor. I just love to support poppy syndrome. the opposite of what you're doing. So yeah. I'm going for the Warriors. Yeah, well, thanks, mate. I'll uh, make sure I do that. With every team that you follow yeah. in the future. Well, you do you normally. Yeah, I was supporting Collingwood yesterday, so it was fantastic to see <laughs> Collingwood get the, the jump on the Hawks. I'm a bit flat about that. Yeah, we'll chat a bit about that shortly. French Open is another thing I want to touch on. I did just want to circle back oh, to basketball. Oh, okay. Yep. I... Floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were obviously doing their um, pre-game. As I said, I... When was game one? It was a couple of days ago. Was, yeah, was it game Friday? one was, I think it was Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Because yeah, I was here. And so, like I said, I have it on a, the, a little screen in my um, when, I'm, when I'm working. Yep. And I just uh, crossed to it back and forwards. And it was in their little pre-game discussion about, about the, the, at this point, the upcoming series, mm. which was about to start in 10 minutes. Yeah. And there was a question on the screen that they were obviously discussing in depth and I couldn't hear what they were saying. But the question was, what franchise does this finals mean more to? What a fucking stupid question mm. that is. Yeah. I'd say them both equally. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I I, what, what is that even like, worth discussing? Like, like, yeah, I, I mean, you're not going to say like, oh... Like, the Warriors, they kind of won it. They won yeah. a few, so if they yeah. win it, 
they'll be happy, but they're, but they're, they're not really. It's not going to be the end of the world. And I if suppose they don't. like the Celtics have won so many times, so that yeah. like you know they're not really they wanting this all that much. So what a ridiculous like. Stupid question. What a stupid question. And I don't know what the context was with what they were talking about because it was on mute. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I, so it might have been a good question. It, it, no, that's a stupid <laughs> question. This was five minutes out from yeah. the game starting. Who does who does this mean more to? Mm. Not uh, not as not does who does game one mean more to? Mm. Like you know, it obviously it started in Golden State, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you could say game one probably means more to the Warriors who then, if they dropped it, they'd have to win more games mm. away um, or vice versa. So you can discuss that at length. But who does this series mean more to? What mm. the hell? Yeah. I'm off that. Yeah, well, I can tell. Yeah, right off it. Yeah, that's upset you. Starting but, to heat up in here. Mm, so someone else in my A be a little bit upset would be uh, Novak Djokovic because he uh, Rafa bundled him out in the French yes. Open and then Rafa Bad went luck. on to win... His uh, 22nd major wow. won the French Open yet again. He's now two clear of Federer and Novak in the Grand Slam titles side of things. And I'm just fascinated by Rafa's kind of um, disposition on winning trophies. Yeah. So he says he's not motivated by trophies like Novak is. It was kind of like a little bit of a, a, little bit of a crack at Novak <laughs> yeah. um, when he did say that. Novak has made it pretty clear that he... He wants to be the greatest tennis player of all time, and then he is chasing that number one all-time title, I guess. And Rafa has stated pretty clearly that he loves playing tennis still and competing in these big tournaments purely out of the passion for the game, which I think it's so much easier to get behind someone Mm. who is just out there purely for the love of it and still carrying on that kind of childhood dream of just playing the sport they love as opposed to someone who is, I guess, chasing greatness. Yeah. Like a, a Novak Djokovic. What's your take on that? Um, I think, yeah, it, it is refreshing to see and, and it's awesome because Rafa is someone that you only hear about in relation to his tennis. He's not, like, Novak Djokovic is so outspoken about so many things, whereas mm. Rafa, it is all about the sport. It's only really in the spotlight for us, like moderate tennis followers, about four times a year when the when the majors are on. Whereas someone like Novak is just constantly in the headlines about mm. whether it's the whether it is a sport, whether it's you know someone that he's just yelled at, um, someone that he's in a dispute with about the um, the the vaccination. Like yeah. he's a very outspoken person, and Definitely. no doubt he's absolutely chasing greatness, and that's probably one of the the key things in his in his you know that that's why that's probably why he's still playing to be honest. Whereas um, Rafa Rafa obviously just just loves it. He you can, you can it. He's not just out there for a hit and giggle either. He wants to win. But mm. um, I think there was a, maybe a little bit of tongue in cheek about that as well because yeah. I've he is probably the biggest fighter on the on the circuit. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting take from him. I think we love Rafa because he is a humble champion. Yeah, too. That's, that's probably yeah. the other side of that's it. That's probably the thing that that probably sums him up the best. He is a mm. humble champion. And always treats everyone with respect. Doesn't tend to lose his temper often. Um, so yeah. Everyone loves him. Mm. He's loved. Whereas like... Yeah, how can you not like Rafa? Novak has lost so many friends, like friends and supporters as a result of just him being a... 
bit of a wanker, to be mm. honest. Um, and I, I saw just before that Sportsbet's got um, involved in the, uh, the Rafael Nadal train, and they have posted a picture uh, with the caption saying, Rafael Nadal has won the French Open 14 times since Essendon has won a final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to our Essendon. <laughs> The Essendon supporters that listen to this podcast. We, oh, um, Jackson will love that. We love your work and um, just uh, hang in there. Yeah. yeah. For as wit- long as you can because we don't know how long the pain's going to last. It could be simply forever. No, exactly. Um, yeah. It must be hard being a Bombers fan. Yeah, definitely, mate. Hard yeah. to just throw that in there. Yeah, yes. But just for obvious reasons. Definitely. I also, and I love you. Oh, 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 oh thanks, oh, mate. That's okay. No worries. That just that just that just fell just out of you. Bit there. of accidental love, <laughs> which we love. I, I, I know. Okay, I know it's not an F one. It hasn't been an F. There hasn't been a Formula One race over the weekend. And why are we talking about? Because it? I really loved this during the weekend. Oh, now I was that. obviously I was I was I was last week. I I got to be honest. I did come on the pod. I said like Daniel Ricciardo has to be better. Yeah. There's, there's no excuses anymore. Um, I even said perhaps his career was over. Oh, I said yeah. Like is that? It's 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 on the precipice. Yeah. You said that he was no good. I didn't say that. Which now you're I, words in my mouth. Something along the lines of that, and that he's really struggling at the moment. He is. Which is something that I've been Hasn't running. Had a lot of luck. Which is something that I've been running with for a, a, quite a while now. Mm-hmm. You keep on backing up. No, it's this reason and that reason. I've just gone with the sentiment that he, maybe he's actually no good, this guy. No, he is good. He's a very <laughs> good driver. But what I did, yeah, he's under the pump. Danny Ricciardo having a very poor season yes. at McLaren and has had a lot of bad luck as well, it has to be said. Shock. But he said this in an interview the other day. He said, the more people ask me about retirement, I'm like, fuck that. I want to stay longer. I, I loved that attitude, that combative attitude of uh, I'm in this yep. and I'm and I'm going to fight my way out of it. Well, we'd like to see the fight. We'd mm. like to see that because, um, look, I, I would, I would like to see him, buddy, be the best driver in the world. Me too. I, I, obviously, he's an Australian, but um, yeah, it, it's a shame that you, know, he, you hear so much about how good he is and that mm. he's just completely underperformed for such a long time. Well, there's the, the promising thing is there was a bit of a concern that McLaren could let, could get rid of him, mm. but because there was apparently a clause in the contract, but it was a bit of a vague. It was a bit of a vague understanding of the clause, but it has been revealed over the last few days that the clause in the contract in the contract is actually in Daniel's favour. It's a, like a driver opt out as opposed oh, to the team letting him go. Beautiful. So that really puts him that that holds him in safer stead. Yeah. Um. So it's less likely McLaren can give him the flick. I guess. Well, they can't if if that is the case. If he's signed on for next year. Um. So like that is encouraging, but yeah, we really need him to. To uh to get it together, there's a Grand Prix this weekend, I believe. I'll just check where and when it is. Yep, just in case people didn't want to just you know take the time to Google it themselves. Azerbaijan on oh, Sunday, yeah. we love Azerbaijan, we don't do. we? Yeah, just the pronunciation of it is just wonderful. Yeah, so um, you'll be getting around that, mate. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our dismissive. Moving on. Moving on. Shall we? So we chat some AFL. Uh, yes, in a minute. Okay. I've right, got a couple was, of things here. All right, well, thing away. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cricket's going on in England. Yes, it, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, England versus New Zealand uh, at the moment. And I just thought, did you see 
how they uh, decided to um, honour the legacy of Shane Warne. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I just love... So, so basically, it was a at the 23rd over, both teams got together got together and they stood in a line and it was just a I think it was 20 it was 23 seconds of applause obviously his playing number but I think it went for about a minute um and it was like that is that's just that's just incredible stuff Mm. uh it was actually really moving he's obviously a legend of the sport but you could England could have got away with not doing anything he's he's not an English player he's not a New Zealand player he's actually someone who probably terrorised both nations. Definitely. Um, so they could have easily done done nothing and, and that would have been completely fine. But um, for them to do that at Lords and, um, yeah, stop stop the game and obviously didn't take very long, but I, I thought that was just a, an outstanding sentiment. Yeah, I've loved that as well. I've really loved the way that um, they've paid tribute to... Mm. To Warney, I think it's been outstanding. Obviously, he was such an important part of the creating landscape over there. Not yeah. only did he revolutionise the the art of spin bowling, he was also an integral part of Sky Sports yeah. and their summer of cricket. So the the England folk really did um, become well and truly acquainted with Shane Warne, and yeah. they kind of adopted him almost yeah. in a sense post career, which I thought was was great and and as a result you can you can clearly see how mm. how well he was and has been received in England. Absolutely and and you know during his playing career he was he terrorized all these nations. He mm. terrorized England and New Zealand and and India and and everyone. Um because he was just amazing but he was actually so loved in all of those countries mm. for both his on-field ability and his his off-field charisma I suppose yep. like just loved in India, loved in England, um, and you could you could tell it wasn't it wasn't the players weren't just there and the, the crowd wasn't there just there you know a few muffled applauses it was it was it was palpable definitely. So I think we should talk some AFL. Yes. So big week of footy it's been. I think we say that most weeks. Yeah, that is usually how we roll into it, isn't it? Definitely, mate. And a great win for my Swannies, which I was stoked with. That was a what a game of footy that was on Saturday night. I'd love to to chat a little bit about that as well. Because... Good game. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> but I think power rankings is obviously the elephant in the room. Yep. A couple of things. I obviously it was your week this what week. What caught too. your eye? Yeah. Yes, my, was my week. I, week. I, I thought about it for a while. Mm. Yeah, you definitely did because you sent me the power rankings. Yeah. At I don't know whatever time. And I was in bed, nodding off to sleep. Mm. It's taking me a little while to get to sleep. And I get a message at 12.30 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> probably closer to quarter one. And you've sent through a, a revised power rankings yeah. again. I looked at that. I was like, what, is, what, do you, what does he do? Like, I quarter to one in the morning and, <laughs> and you're, you're sending through your power rankings again like three hours after yeah. the first edition. I, I, I do like to really think about things. You're losing sleep over it. I was. I was, I was, I was thinking about it when I was laying in bed, yeah, and just trying to get myself settled. Um, I was thinking, dreaming about my power rankings, and thought, no, I need to make a change. Ellie's giving you a cuddle, and you're thinking about the power rankings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things that that uh, caught my eye. Yes. So you, I, I think sensibly, you rose Fremantle. Yes. And dropped. Brisbane. Brisbane may be a little stiff to 
Brisbane's a little stiff. A little stiff, but I think I do still think Melbourne are the top team. Just, yeah. just so, only just. I, I, I am the same. I'm I'd, mainly infatuated with these top three or four. Okay. That's what's caught my attention this right. week. Right, I think. Okay, if I had my time again, I probably would have gone Brisbane then Carlton. Okay. So I'm just looking at it now and thinking, yeah, maybe I made an error there. Uh, but that's okay. It's okay. We're human. Transparency is absolutely fine. 100%. So I think Melbourne, I, I looked at, Mel, I thought about Melbourne and Fremantle for a while. So I've gone Melbourne, then Frio. Mm. Uh, Frio rising by two. And I think actually rising by about seven in the last two weeks. Yeah. Remember when I dropped them to eighth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that's really aged badly. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. I would love to do at the end of the season like a um, up and down, like a wiggly worm. Oh, yeah. That would should. be good. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, oh, damn it. Um, oh, God. I'll just look across to make sure that's recording. <laughs> good content. Better make sure it's on camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. No, I, I, I thought about, okay, who would I least prefer to play in a big game. Mm. Like, when the whips are cracking, I still think Melbourne's the best team mm. overall. But far out, they are hanging on by the skin of their dicks at the moment. Yeah. Like, stretched. Eloquently said stretched too. Stretched thin. Yeah. Like, there, there, is a, there is a whisk between Melbourne and Frio. I can't believe you've just said skin of their dicks. Yep. Yep. On out not all, live radio. All the analogies in the world, that is what you've rolled with. I feel like there's a few nervous Melbourne supporters around. They're not playing overly well, but they've won. They are on top of the AFL ladder by one win clear. Melbourne have generally responded well to a shake-up from us, so do we put them on notice? Yeah, I I think that Goody must listen to the pod. So, Melbourne, we're putting you on notice right here, right now. You need to be better because we aren't overly impressed with what we've seen. I mean, you were beaten by clearly the better side. On the weekend, Sydney are a final threat and yep. they are still my tip to win the flag. Yeah, okay. That has not swayed at all. Right. So... Oh, that hasn't I'm, swayed, I'm happily, okay. Oh, definitely not, mate. Absolutely Fair not. enough. So I, I, I'm, happily, I'm happy to forgive you, Melbourne, because you pay, played a quality opposition <laughs> on the weekend. I'll stre- I can't stress that enough. You played a fantastic team. Yes. But, but I, um, I think we're putting them on notice. We be, are, be and Colling, Collingwood and this week, this month, this Easter, uh, not Easter, bloody good Queen's Queen, birthday. Yeah, the Queen. I don't know why we're celebrating. We love her, love, anyway. love, loves the pod. Not even her birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, Collingwood this week, who beat Melbourne in that game last year, as Bucks' last mm. game in charge. Um, and, yeah, that, that's a... Putting that, Melbourne on notice. That, they are, that's a big game. It's a big game. I think Melbourne respond, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, You'd hope so. Yeah, yeah Because we'll be back next Monday, fresh <laughs> off the Queen's yeah. birthday. Yes. And if, if, we, if we've seen a black and white victory, we'll just oh, be... We Melbourne will, can't remain on we top. Will if be, they, we will be just sitting here licking our yeah. lips. I just licked my lips, if anyone's wondering. Yes, yes, it was horrific. <laughs> um, Josh Maloney did send us a me- uh, comment and say, uh, we won't relinquish it, which, um, Josh, if... They lose to um, Collingwood, they will be relinquishing it. Definitely. 100%. Um, well, it's up to you, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'll be the judge. Yeah. I might, I might get really trigger happy and I might send them packing. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
Yeah. But you never know. It depends yeah. what mood I'm in on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. What else caught your eye? That was pretty much it. I've got to be honest. Um, so you I, rose Sydney one, you rose Geelong one. Yeah. Probably fair enough. Yeah. It, it's, it's tough during these buy rounds, um, you know, because teams are dropping on the AFL ladder and, and rising and due to other teams not playing. Um, so St Kilda probably stiff to drop by two spots. They've done nothing wrong. It's just mm. that they didn't take to the park. Yeah, but that and that doesn't help. And Sydney and Geelong were impressive. So. They were, and that St Kilda's got Brisbane this week, which will be that's a big team. That's a big game for both sides. That is a huge mm. game in in Queensland, I think it is. So um, look out because that that's one of those sort of eight point games, I reckon. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying today's podcast. Yes. We are, and certainly enjoying bringing it to you. Yep. We're finished now. We we are. We're all done. So it's been it's been fun. I will just say thank you for getting to this point of the show. I actually do get a lot better in the second half. Yeah, and I've been like pretty good. I've been cold and raspy, um, but I like really heat up later on. Yeah, well, you can be the judge. <laughs> um, I'm probably not as convinced, but um, only your ears will be able to decide that. So yeah. I can listen to the rest of the show, guys, and. Again, thank you for tuning in. So, speaking of Queensland, the other Queensland team that I'm incredibly infatuated with at the moment is the Gold Coast. Yes, and playing what they're very doing, well. playing really well. Um, I, I, I've, I'm, I've bought into it now. I, I, Have I you? think they're they are a, a good side. Yes. What 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 changed your I know, mind? Because well, they, I was actually nervous about the game against North Melbourne. North Melbourne well, on the weekend because that is a game Gold Coast have dropped before. Yeah, they've yeah. consistently they've never been good at winning games in the middle part of the season or and games that they should win. It sounds ridiculous that I would come out and say that I've bought into Gold Coast after a win over North Melbourne, but they've they've they have not they have had they have. Oh gee, <laughs> that was just an aggressive like passage of sounds. Yeah, they have made a habit of making a statement at completely random points in the season yeah. previously and then not backing it up. But they've actually backed it up now and this patch of form looks sustainable. Yeah. I, look, I agree. They've, I, I can't go back any further on the AFL ladder, but they've won at minimum four of their last five, which like that, that is a great sort of passage of form. They've got Adelaide um, in their next game who aren't travelling overly well. Um, but they should win that game. And, and as I spoke about last week, they've, they've got the softest run home of, of any mm. club going around. Um, and they are to a point now, um, they, they are an AFL club now. They are playing like an AFL club. I reckon up until this point, they've always just been like that expansion team. Yeah. But they are competitive week in, week out. They're knocking off really good opposition. They beat Fremantle about three mm. weeks ago. That is a huge win. Yeah. That's what that that is that is a huge win. Um, there's no reason why they can't make the eight this year. They they really should based on their um, their run home, and the only reason why they wouldn't is if they shit the bed or other teams just win more games than them. But they're six and six at the moment. I think they're playing better than that. Um, the only thing is they've lost a few. I think I saw Lockie Weathers now done his ACL. He's an important player. Ben King's not there. A few things are not going their way. Hopefully, mm. for their sake, they can keep rising. I think Jaden had a stat for us on the Gold Coast, didn't he? Or did he? Something. Oh yes, yeah. he did. We were we were making fun of this stat before. <laughs> um, 
Jaden's stat was um, first time that um, the Gold Coast has ever beaten North Melbourne in in Darwin. <laughs> well, Jaden, that's because they won their first game ever in Darwin last week. So. <laughs> Not the biggest stretch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love that from Jaden. That's um, it's, he's not wrong. No, that is that is a factual statement. Yeah. So, I also a, a poor but factual <laughs> statement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love uh, Jaden. Well he he came on the show last week. Yeah, so and if you if haven't you listened, that, go back. Yeah, get your ears around it. And I also want to chat quickly about the umpiring because yeah. that is just a complete schmozzle well yes isn't it yes just not not according to you last week when you just refused to admit that the Chad Warner decision non-50 was oh god are we still on that are we well now now you're calling it a schmozzle well well, that was a common sense call (laughs) (laughs) that was a bullshit call (laughs) that was yeah that was different but the umpiring (laughs) I I was watching Jack Ginevan get get his head taken off yesterday yeah and no free kick paid. Mate, common I mean, sense. Cody, Cody Waitman has, has made it horrifically hard for umpires to adjudicate it. Yeah. Now, no, Joel Selwood has made it horrifically yeah, hard. But he is the Joel king Selwood, of this. Luke Shuey. Yeah. Like, they're all good at it. Yeah. And I hate it, but they, they get free kicks from it. Yeah. But, but Jack Ginevan, yeah, same act, lowering at the knees yesterday and getting taken around yeah. the neck by... Um, who was a Hawthorne player? I uh, don't remember. doesn't really matter anyway. But... It wasn't paid, and it, free kick was clearly there, but that, but it's like that was that if that was another player on the field, then that probably would have been paid. I, I, think, I think it would have been. Yeah. I think it would have been. That is just that is farcical. Yeah, it is. Um, it was pretty bloody obvious that he he completely dropped his legs, threw his arm up, and his only intention was to win a free kick. Mm. Um. So it was well over the shoulder, though. It was, it was but, around the neck, but it was completely high. Had him in a choker hold. It was completely high, definitely. Um, so that I believe was the wrong decision made. Um, but I think the other thing is, and I I can't believe that I'm saying this, but Joel Selwood has done this throughout his whole career. Mm. I'm not a big Joel Selwood fan because of this reason, um, and he plays for Geelong. Two big reasons, mm. um, but I feel like. If you have the capacity to win the ball and simultaneously draw a free kick, that's actually good craft. Mm. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's a good point. Like, if you're good enough to do that, I'm not, like, I would bloody do a hamstring and both knees at the same time (laughs) if I tried to pull a free kick. So he's got the free kick, but we can't get him off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) But he can't, in fact, take the free kick. He's done both ACLs. It's not looking good, boys. But I I feel like it's... it's (laughs) If you can do that, you need to be pretty bloody switched on and coordinated to do that. Definitely. I um, received a message the other day from an avid fan of the podcast and a, a good friend, Will Bowering, who was watching the NBA and the way the... Basketball referees in the NBA conduct themselves in yeah. comparison to the way an AFL umpire conducts themselves. And the, the, what what Will said was the NBA umpires seem to almost have an ego and never back down to massive stars such as Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler. They don't go into the show and they don't give penalties that have a detrimental impact on the game. Um, and they're not intimidated by these huge players. Yet in the AFL, 
if you put your arms out in, frust- in frustration, you can get a 50-meter penalty. Mm. He said maybe the AFL should take a look at the way the NBA is being officiated. Much better spectacle and lets the players show their emotion. What do you think on that? Um, I think the AFL needs to look at every other sport mm. because at the, at the moment, it is a bit of a joke. Because they have to have like a completely different approach, like and look at the NBA concept and go, all right, we're going to try this. Mm. I, mean, I feel like I feel like what the AFL is doing is they are looking at different sports. They've they've taken rugby union, for example, where they treat the in that sport they treat the um, umpires like oh, like kings. They do, and, and they call them sir. And I think that's where yeah. they want to get to. But I don't. But it's a very different game. The, the thing is, and, and in all US sports. You look at um, NFL. Mm. Referees are are, are well respected. Mm. You, you don't like you don't fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> but but in those sports and even basketball, they're a lot more stop start. It, like rugby, mm. NFL, they are all stop start, and it gives the it gives the referee time to 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 think about it because they know that there's going to be a break in play whereas as soon mm. as the umpire pays a free kick the ball is gone like it, it's off and then that free kick is should be forgotten about and they move on whereas in the NFL it's a free kick and then they then everything stops for well it's not yeah. a free kick they make a call and then everything stops for half a minute and then everyone calms down and then they go again it, it's just that's the thing you can't, you cannot compare our like the AFL to many other things because it's so unique, yeah, and it's it so is. free flowing and it doesn't stop. I, th- I think then potentially one of the issues is that the fact the, well, we'll say the AFL because they are the major, they are the major competition. The fact pot- potentially the AFL has just let it, let it slide mm. for too long. Yeah, that it's morphed into this thing where disrespecting an umpire is seen as acceptable mm. it is whilst you look at other well, sorry it, it's not acceptable but it it has it, been that feeling of, yeah around it. yeah definitely like it's just it's just slowly yeah. gradually got to the stage they've lost control they've lost control and it's morphed into this that as as a youngster playing local footy you feel like it's okay yeah you watch the That's afl you and you'll see an, a a superstar yell at an umpire and 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 you're going to and if you're an impressionable youngster, you're going to do the same thing when you're yep. playing footy. Like especially spur of the moment, emotion charged um, moment when mm. you give away a free kick. But if the example from the top is not like what we see in the NBA, where umpire or referees are respected mm. in held in a much higher regard, if the example from the top competition isn't anything that you can really look to and go, okay, I've got to be better, then well, it, it, it is just going to simply. Mm get away from you and, and we're going to end up with a situation like we do in the AFL of, yeah. of umpires not really being respected. I feel like I feel like we need to make, well, the AFL needs to make some sort of a statement like this where, whereby it's like within three seasons we want to get to this level, mm. right? The AFL has for the last 15 years tinkered with rules, just tinkered with different rules and it's just a bit of a mess at the moment. They need to come out and say it's been overhaul. It has been it has been overall but overhaul but slowly. It's been a slow disintegration of what used to be the game in the eighties to the game now. It's very different rules, but they're they're the same rules. They're just differently umpired. Mm. I feel like we need to get 
have a statement put out there that says, okay, we are going to keep tinkering and this we want to get to this. This is what we want it to look like in 2025 and we're going to get there. you just got to be patient because that's what it feels like is going on. But there's just no direction from the top. Mm. I do also feel like the, the 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 sport that AFL umpiring, well, AFL and officiating is is most like is probably soccer. And Premier League referees are respected oh. better than more. Do you think? I, well, I, I would have thought. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. I'd I'd say it's even more the opposite way. They've got a card though. <laughs> They've probably... got a card. I think that there needs to be a card. Mm, there needs cool. to be there needs to be a card rather than these dissent rules. It's you know if you act like that you are you're off um, for ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, how much the more effective? Bin. Yeah, I don't think you'd hear much. No. Um, from the from the um, rather than a fifty, it's like you are off the off the ground off the ground and you're actually disadvantaging your team a Definitely. shitload because you're going to be seventeen men That's, on the ground. I think I think you're um you've hit the nail on the head uh-huh. there. I think. If the AFL implemented a card-based system like we see um, in the in the major uh, European footballing codes, yeah. uh, the Premier League and La Liga and so forth, soccer worldwide, if if the AFL em- implemented an umpiring card system, that okay, descent, you're you're off for the rest of the quarter, yeah. or ten minutes or fifteen yeah. minutes, however long it is, that would have a much more profound oh, effect on gosh, the on I the think, individual. I think everyone would shut Wouldn't up it? pretty bloody quickly on the individual. Oh, uh, more so on the team. Because if you're trying to defend with the 17 blokes on the ground, 16 blokes if it gets yeah. out of hand completely, that is, you're giving away two goals probably. Because it is an individual issue, yeah, isn't it? it? It is. It is not a team, because not every player does it. Yeah. It is an individual issue. Yeah. So you need to penalise the individual. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's... Um, yeah. I've solved it. I think you've solved it. <laughs> yeah. We... Um, we're on the precipice of something great here. Yeah, I, I likened it to soccer because that is a game that, while there, it is a little bit stop-starty, um, it is it is forever flowing, and players can play on from mm. their from their free kicks. But and also, the umpires I would say get abused way more than they do in mm. the AFL because um, you know a, a kick close to goal went with so little goals scored can absolutely shape a game mm. so before we move on from afl there's just one thing i want to read out yes uh quickly uh, our good friend of the podcast jackson thompson sent this one in so we love Gee, we... The, the, my abuse about essendon's already got around yeah so this would be a nice little square up from jackson um it was posted on the facebook page uh Nothing better than watching a Hawthorne loss. <laughs> the club is full of shocking blokes, which you can attest to. In fact, not a good bloke amongst them, which I can attest to. Club built on bad culture of violence and drink driving. <laughs> you will not find a good bloke who's a Hawthorne supporter. They are all shocking people. Right. Okay. So um, how does that taste? Shocking people that love winning flags. <laughs> Anything else to say? or? Um. Essendon is just filled with people who don't know how to bloody win a final. <laughs> don't know whether that'll be heard from bloody 7th, place in the ladder, to be honest. <laughs> Whatever they are. Yeah, 16th, 16th I think, yeah. Oh, gee. So, no, thank bad you. luck. Thank you, Jackson. We love, we love stuff fe- like that. Fell on deaf ears. <laughs> but um, I want to move into a bit of general stuff <clears throat> now. It's that time of the show, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I don't really well, know. Yes, it very much is that time of the show. Yeah, definitely, mate. I don't really know where to go from here. I, I wouldn't mind chatting about... Um, I've been big on Netflix yes. of late, which is... Uh, it's been a constant struggle for me over the years. I do struggle to finish the series. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying Peaky Blinders. Okay. Do, I'm finally almost finished that. I think I've mentioned that probably last season on the podcast. I was watching <laughs> that. But I love Peaky Blinders and you should really get onto that. Great series. Love uh, Tommy Shelby and the way he operates. Fan of him. Yeah, he is fantastic. But um, I'm also, and you, you, would, you would love this. I reckon you should seriously get around it. Okay. Um, on Disney, Disney Plus. Don't I don't that. know if you've got a subscription, but no. mate, I'd happily lend it to you if, okay. you, if you sat down and watched this. Right. What's your password? Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The, <laughs> That's your uh, password? No, no, it isn't. But, um, <laughs> it, it, mate, it, I'm serious. Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's a Star Wars series. It mm-hmm. takes place in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yep. And it details Obi-Wan's journey um, on Tatooine in between those two on Star Tatooine. Wars. Tatooine, yeah. It's a planet in oh. the Star Wars universe. I, I thought you meant like needle on skin. No, no. Nah. Uh, if, if Obi-Wan t- Kenobi is doing a, going? a Tatooine series, mm. I'm into that. You're into that, yeah. are you? Yep. So Tatooine oh, is, right. is the name of the planet. Not Tatooine. No, but right. I'm loving it. I'm... Me and Aaron watch it together on a Wednesday yeah, night. So just cute. It's great. Just a throwback to the childhood it is. And we sit there and we're watching him and Darth Vader face off. A spoiler for anyone that hasn't actually watched it yet. And if you haven't, then it's your own fault. So that's the have thing. Have you seen it yet? That is the thing. If if there is even one spoiler involved, I will not watch it. Yeah, but so everyone now knew, that I know everyone, that it's based in Tatooine. Everyone knew they were going to match up at some stage. And he's fighting Darth Vader. Well, I am not into that. Well, if you didn't think that was going to happen, then you are... You deserve to have this spoiled fear because that, if you're a true Star Wars fan, you would know that was going to happen. Mm. But I'm loving Kenobi. It's a mate, it's a great series. Okay. And you said you were watching something at the yes. moment. Yes. I, I was a bit confused by this the other day. I'm watching a show called Money Heist on, I've heard of it. on Netflix, right? Yeah. It, it's, oh. very, it's very good. But I was very concerned at the start that uh, you know how sometimes the, like the sound and the... Like the voice just doesn't sync up. Oh god, unwatchable for yeah, me. Unwatchable. So I was driving myself absolutely insane for the first half of the first episode. I'm like, I'm really liking this, but I can't cope with what's going on. You must have bad internet. No, as it turns out, it is a Spanish show. Oh. And it's got it just had English words Actually, over the top. I've heard this. Yeah, yes. I've heard this about Money Heist. Yeah. So I was just like. I, I, I was a bit I was a bit rattled for the first little bit, but and I was like, oh well, I'm liking it, so I'll push through. And then and then halfway through, I had to pause and be like, is there something wrong here? I asked Google, is that what's wrong with the money heist mm-hmm. dialogue? And it just said it's what what is the word? It's uh, dubbed. Yes, dubbed. dubbed. There you go. Um, but it's dubbed quite well. It just looks like it's slightly off kilter. Mm. But obviously, when you're trying to translate Spanish into English, yeah. the lips sometimes don't match up. No, not in, not an easy task. No, I think we'd probably struggle with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder whether we get dubbed into Spanish. Yes. Yep. Well, perhaps um, there is Spanish, a Spanish innuendo. Yes, the, yeah, a nemesis Spanish. Maybe innuendo. that's what they do. Potentially, they just yeah. dub our episode. Like we listen to Spanish innuendo once or twice. Yeah. We couldn't tell what it was. Maybe it was just our show in Spanish. It did sound a bit like you. Actually, <laughs> <to> think of it. <laughs> yeah, no, 
Good on them. Yeah, Spanish good on them. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I watched a good movie the other day, actually. Seven. It's called, uh, it's called yeah. Seven. You Do seen? not say anything about that because that's on my list of things oh, to watch. I'll, I'll just say, I'll leave it. It's Let's very, move very, on. Very good. Let's move on. Very good cast. Okay. Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Yeah, well, I'm... I if there is even the smallest spoiler, I will not watch it. I'm, mm. It's done for me. Like I cannot watch a movie that is, L um, will like start a movie sometimes, and I'm and if I'm not sitting down, I need to I need to go back to the start. I can't mm. I, I cannot come in. I yeah. can't come in even thirty seconds in. You need to know the whole picture. I need to know the whole picture. I can't have movement in the house. Mm. I like to create a nice atmosphere with the. With the lights off and just everyone settled yeah. and then we can press forward. Press forward. Have you got anything else for general? I do. I, I think you'll like this. I've got a couple of things. Um, so firstly, I was so confused this morning when I opened up my phone notes where I write podcast information on mm. and there was the question, where do koalas go in winter? Do they hibernate or do they cling onto a tree and hang on? Mm. <laughs> now, this was obviously came up at, at Saturday night. Few cordials were had mm. and I opened it this morning with no recollection of this conversation, mm. whether it was just a thought of mine that popped into my head or something we, me and someone else were debating at length. But where do, go, where do koalas go in winter? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Good question, though. <laughs> yeah. I, do they crawl into a hole or do they cling onto a tree? It is a great question. Um, it'd be a rough winter, wouldn't it? It would be a rough winter not. up there. That'd be huge effort to hang in there. Uh, maybe they're on the roof. They could be, on, could the be on the roof. Maybe they go to Could have been them last yeah, week. Could have been a koala on the roof, yeah. potentially. But, yeah, because they're not ground. No, they're, really they're not. Ground they're, they're, they don't thrive on the ground. No. Hmm. But you do see a lot of koalas in the tree during summer. Yeah. Not so much during winter. Yeah, it's a great call. It was because they're hibernating. Maybe they are. Mm, they'd have to. Okay. Well, if someone knows, can you please we'll work send it us out. a message? Yeah, we should probably just Google it. In all honesty. Yeah, oh, that's boring. There's no, no fun in that. Yeah. Uh, do you have one more thing? Yeah. Um, now, have you? You were living in Glenelg for a while. Did you get Uber Eats? Yes, a couple of times. A yeah. couple of times. We, El, and I do like uber eats um and but what like certain l loves l does love uber eats actually i've i have only got it a couple of times on my own l's always um more than happy to uh to splurge on an, on uber eats way more than i am anyways uber eats um used to ring the doorbell mm-hmm. and leave you leave it there and then they'd nick off but now that COVID's happened, they will, um, they will they will send you a message when they're getting close. They will not ring the doorbell and they'll just leave. Yeah, they'll right. just leave it on on your doorstep, right? right? Anyway, so I last night because the weather was so bloody wild, um, I went over at about quarter past nine to just I, I opened the front door just to look at the torrential rain going on, and I'm just like, wow. It's raining heavy. Mm. I look down and there's an Uber Eats bag sitting on the doorstep. Oh, gosh. That we didn't order. Mm. Um, and we, we, we pick it up and it is be, it, like this. Someone has placed an order at 
about 20 past six. That's what it said on the receipt. And it's been dropped at our house and has just been left for three hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what were they doing? What was that? I don't know. Are they wondering where their food was? They, they must have been. Can you imagine just the poor bloke who's des- desperately been hanging for his Nord burger and uh, cherry Dr. Pepper all day long and just thought, I'm, I'm, it's pissing down with rain outside. I'm going to get some Uber Eats. Mm. And for it just to not to arrive. Yeah, I wonder what they did. I don't know. Yeah. But it, and it, well, A, it had been there for three hours yeah. and, and the bag was wet because it was raining sideways. Mm. Um, and B, like, it was obviously stone cold. And, and C, like, it just had the name Michael on it. Like, it didn't have mm. a, like, an address that we could have dropped You didn't go door knocking? Like, no, I didn't. No, it was wet. Oh, okay. It was wet outside. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, like, obviously, if if I caught the Uber driver, I would have said, oh, mate, this isn't ours. This isn't ours. And it used to happen quite a lot because they would ring the doorbell mm. and drop it off and we'd say, oh, actually, not us. Read the docket again. Um, but, yeah, what an unfortunate situation. Yeah, that sucks. That does that suck, sucks. doesn't it? Yeah, unlucky to prod Michael. Michael, yeah, he's had a bad one there. But imagine imagine if he's if he's just... Gasping for it so much that he like because you can track it on your mm. phone like and he he's like oh beautiful this is just this is minutes away it sent me the text saying on on my way you you see the little car driving mm. all the way up to your house it says delivered you're thinking oh beautiful I'll pop out there in twenty seconds and pick it up you see the car driving away you go out there not Nothing. there that would be devastating yeah, that would be flattening be an angry message to oh. um. Absolutely. No dinner. No dinner. Yeah, I hope he wasn't hungry. <laughs> that is rough. Um, anything else? Are we just about finished, you reckon? I think we're nearly finished. I do have one more thing. Mm-hmm. Something I think You've is... really warmed into it, haven't you? Yeah, I'm actually hot now. Mm. <laughs> Heated right up. And But I do think this is worth a minute of our time. Okay. Something I saw that is quite incredible. Mm-hmm. So when Sweden plays Denmark in soccer... Yeah. Or any other sport for that matter. You know how it has like the first three letters of the name mm. for the for the score thing down yeah. the bottom on the TV? So when Sweden plays Denmark, it's S-W-E versus D-E-N, Sweden. which is Sweden. And the leftover letters are Den V Mark. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow, that's Isn't so that cool. Huge? That's so cool. So Swee versus Den... Leftover is Den versus Mark. That's incredible. Done it. That's that's huge. A couple of good little finds from you tonight. Thank you. Yeah. I think um, yellow card, red card, probably, probably the find of the night. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And didn't think that was possible from you early. <laughs> no. So I don't know where that's come no. from. At, like earlier today, all I had was my koala mm. quip. Yeah. And I think I've actually pulled through. No, you've done well, mate. Before we wrap up, I just want to read laptop out... Laptop lid is going laptop, down. Laptop lid is going down. I've got a couple of DMs I want to read out quickly. Okay. Reese Fitzpatrick sent one through. He said that he was looking forward to you putting Brisbane ahead of Melbourne in the power rankings. Obviously, you didn't. No, so because they lost, Reese. Let us know, Reese, how you feel about that. But um, I think, yeah, I, I think, think rightfully. that was more aimed at how bad Melbourne was going. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yes. But uh, obviously, Melbourne... 
hung hung tight for top this week. They are clinging on to clinging. top. We've had Josh Maloney sending through some abuse, so we'll just um, <laughs> skip past that. My nan actually got on she and said, said, good work, guys. Love the show. Yes. Nana. Nana. Kiss, yeah. So thank you, Nana. Thank you. Yes. We love that. Uh, Sean Wagner always gets around us. He we does. love you, Sean. So he loved our chat about construction the other week. He did. Thought that was, thought he that did was like, fantastic. He did so like us turning to construction. So you guys he? talking about construction is effing hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, you, Sean. Yeah, you know what we're capable of? Not much. Not much. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. And make sure you do DM us. Um, We'll definitely read them out in the pod. And, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week, I guess. Thanks, mate. Just quietly, um, is 7.38 our earliest ever We're thereabouts, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We've been pretty pretty productive tonight. Mm, yeah, mm, it's been great. It's been very good. But good. I set us up tonight. You so, did. You um, did set I us guess... up. I've been very busy at work today, and Tyler did. You you, you did take point on setting up. I did well. Setting up. That's you, what I yeah, did. You did. Yeah. You did do well. Thanks, mate. So hopefully the drive home is kind of me. That is looking very, very scary. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. So. Well, you've always got the skimboard option. Yeah, 100%. It's good to know I've got that Absolutely. up my sleeve. For sure. All right, let's get out of here, mate. Catch you later, guys. Bye.